the optimal life. So, Rachel, looking at your YouTube, your first feature video on that comes up right off the rip, quitting your job. It's easy. Mm -hmm. Come on, Rachel. There's no way it's easy. <laughs> um, first things on YouTube is to attract the viewer, which a word like easy is usually also why I click on a video. Wouldn't you agree, Nate? So yeah. I have to say, though, it's not it's not a lie because um, the steps are easy. You know, I mean, quitting your job, if you know what you want to do and you follow the plan, yeah, you know, you can call the plan easy. Um, is it done overnight? I keep repeating that. No way, no way, no way. I keep saying, you know, don't take the leap of faith. Don't jump without a parachute. And the parachute is the plan. So if you follow the plan, yeah, you know, uh, and the plan is different for everyone. It depends what you want to do. But um, yeah, um, there is a plan. There is a way. And there is, I don't, I don't believe in the get rich quick or jump and take the leap and follow your heart. And like a lot of people told me, like, follow your heart, do what you love. Yeah, but money's got to come in. Hello. Correct. Pretty and weird. that's what I want to get to. I want to get to that because there's a lot of people promoting these fancy lifestyles online. Yeah. And uh, uh, everyone's live your best life, follow your heart, make you happy, yeah. go travel, do all the. It all sounds great. But yeah. in practical terms, it doesn't yeah. seem very realistic, at least for most people. So yeah. let's go back to your situation and then we'll kind of get to yeah. some of the things you're doing. Um, what, take us back to what was going on with you. You were doing the corporate life and you somehow figured yeah. a way out. Well, you're going to understand. Um, I was having a great title, great status, great salary, great benefits, all of it. And on the outside, wow. Hey, Rachel, you're doing it all like amazing, super happy. And on the inside, I was just miserable, really miserable. I was stressed and I literally burned out, which was the best thing that ever happened to me because it made me stop. It made me stop and think, what does Rachel really want? Because this, this life, no way. The stress was so high. I was just, I couldn't take it anymore. Why? What was because, causing you so much stress? Was it because, a bad boss? Was it the pressure from? No, it's me being... I'm just not a person to work for a boss. <laughs> I just, I'm too entrepreneurial. And I just, I just, for me, the fact of asking for permission to buy a pencil and a piece of paper and to go out and, and asking for permission for one day off and even having to explain when you're sick. I mean, seriously, I just, I just can, the fact of, of, of being so dependent and just being so, yeah, in a box, like you're just a number and you have to work these office hours and, and take a holiday then and just, and all these permissions. And I just, I, for me, Nate, my one word is freedom. That's my value. That's my biggest thing. It's like, I want freedom. And I had nothing, I had the entire opposite, you know, following someone else and following the lead and all of that. So I just, I just, yeah, I just realized like, oh my gosh, this is just, yeah, that's it. How long were you in that corporate job for? I, um, Almost, yeah, let's say 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. yeah. 10 years yeah. doing the, doing the, the same thing every single day, the rat race. The rat race, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't doing the same thing. I switched jobs too, you know, in the corporate, like, you know, that's what you do. You job hop thinking, oh, that's going to make me happier and that's going to be better. But nope, nope, nope. It's still, it's still the corporate. It's still working for a boss. So yeah, no, that didn't help. So where's the epiphany moment for you? Yeah. What, what occurs? So, 
So for me, like I said, the burn the burnout was the best thing that ever because it really made me stop and it made me think like, hey, what what I can't go back. Like I just I just you know not not again. When you and say, so, let me just interject real quick, please. Yeah, Rachel. When you say burnout, yeah, what's that feeling? Describe that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So literally, I couldn't. I I. It's like I guess it's similar to depression. I had zero mood i was in a bad mood i had zero energy literally i'm like super active i love going to the gym i love it i had zero zero energy to do anything social life no i didn't want to go out i didn't want to talk to anybody i want i couldn't even read a book i couldn't even focus on the letters it was like i was like yeah i don't know just drained it's hard to explain it's, it's like and and you can't see anything visibly. It's not like, hey, you broke your leg. There you are. You know, you can definitely see that you're injured. But it's like mentally, it, it's just exhaustion. It's drain. It's no energy, no focus, no, yeah, yeah. Just, I guess, I guess it's. So you, know, you felt it, you, it was impacting your personal life, clearly. I mean, really? you, you had no spark for anything. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And when did that set in? That, that, that probably was well before the 10 year mark uh about a probably a year before or something yeah a year before yeah, yeah and you yeah. just kept I mean, fighting through though you would have to fight through yeah. you to get yourself out of bed every day and it's not just the personal it's the it's the it's it's the mental health but also the physical health because for years i had chronic stomach aches i had like an irritable bowel syndrome that i had all the tests that you know medical tests and nobody could find anything and i swear nate the day i quit my job I'm literally, I was waking up every morning thinking, where's my stomach ache? I have no stomach ache. Wow. It was just, yeah, it's, it's insane how stress affects your body and mind. It's insane. Like, I, mm. yeah, I mean. So, yeah, okay. So you, I, 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 I rudely interrupted you, but I wanted to hear about the burnout uh, definition. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. 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 So then I started to, to think, okay, what, what can I do? Right. I mean, if I, if I quit, then, then what, then how is the money going to come in? Because yeah, I want freedom. Yeah. I want to travel the world. You know, but I, yeah, I mean, how am I going to make money? So the way I did it was think, okay, what are things that I can do to make money? And so instead of going after something new, I thought, what are the skills that I have that I enjoy that could make money? So I tried several things and I think, okay, if I want to travel, that was my dream, right? Travel the world, being able to work remotely and earn money remotely. So for me, I thought, okay, well, I enjoy people. I enjoy supporting people. I enjoy languages. I speak a lot of languages. It comes each easily and naturally. Like, I, I don't want to learn something new, right? I don't want to go into something new. So, so that's how I really started. I thought, okay, I'm going to teach languages. It earned, I think, I don't know, 10 bucks an hour or something in the beginning. But the way I did it, Nate, was I thought, okay, you know what? I was at home for a few months because I literally, the burnout, yeah, I, it was just, I, I couldn't work. And then I went back and I thought, okay, let me go back. But I know it's not going to be for a full year. I know I'm going to quit. I didn't say that to them. Of course not. That what That's what's called quiet quitting. I knew in my mind I was going to quit. So I went back and I did the bare minimum. I knew exactly what to do to get my salary coming in and not get fired. And so I went back, you know, I did my job, but then every evening and every weekend, I was like, let me research how I can make money online with my skills. And so I started tutoring languages. I did some CV, some resumes. I help people with their job and things that I, I, I'm good at things like job interviews, helping people to, to these mock interviews, things like that, like things that I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm naturally good at, you know? 
And so I did that and I was just testing the grounds like, hey, you know, and then the first time I had like, I literally made 10 bucks an hour on, on online. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can actually make, I was super happy. I can actually mm -hmm. make money online. So if I can make 10 bucks, I can grow that. I'm no longer doing the languages and stuff, but it was my beginning. At the same time, I um, I was um, because you know it's it's I advise everyone to have multiple streams of income. So at the same time, I was writing books. My first book book was about self confidence. So you know, in the evenings, I had a plan like, okay, I'm gonna write a book. It it, it helps my credibility, my authority, and again, some money coming in. So that that I was doing. I uh, did two TEDx talks in 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 that year. That also helped. So I was really busy. But I, I had so much energy, even if I was in that nine to five rat race, because I knew I was going to quit. And that mm -hmm. thought gave me a lot of energy. Like I'm working here towards my dream and I'm going to make it. And that was, yeah, that was really, uh, to be honest, what really drove me um, was the thought. And that is a thought that I got when I was at home burning out, you know, burned out. I had the thought like, okay, where do I want to be? What do I want to do? And the thing is, Nate, I don't want to grow old, grow old with regrets. And I thought if I'm at an older age and I look back upon my life, I don't want to say, I wish I had. I right. should have, would have, you know, that. No way. And so that even today, whenever I have a goal, I'm like, okay, I don't want to grow old thinking, what if, what if, what if, you know, I should know I'm going to do it. You mentioned that you only put in the bare minimum effort to just get yeah. by enough that you wouldn't get fired. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you knew that you were clearly not bringing an A game or a B game or whatever you want. Yeah. You were bringing a C game just enough to stay up afloat. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back, is that the only way that you could have done it? Or, or do you feel some remorse that you didn't give give your all to your employer? Not at all. Not at all. Because an employer is an employer. I mean, it wasn't a small company. It was it was a big corporate company, you know, and, and just, just no, you know, even even if in my performance appraisal, I'm like, oh, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, you know, I, I'd like to, you know, grow and learn more and develop myself. <laughs> I mean, you know, and then when they just well, I mean, when they decide to fire you, I, I hear it all around me. Like I'm working with clients now. It's like, oh, you know what? I got fired. I'm like, there you go. You know, they. You, you give it your all, you give it your best. And then if, if they're in financial problems, they can fire you any moment because you're just a number. I just felt like I'm a number anyway. Let me just do my thing. And that's it. So how much money? Did, I mean, when you ultimately go in and you took that year to just slowly start transitioning into what you were planning for your, your next phase, your next act yeah. in life. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, how much money do, do you have to have in order to say, yeah. hey, Good I'm comfortable question. pulling the trigger? Yeah, yeah, good question. The normal rule, what everybody talks about, and I think it's a good rule, um, is to have six months of saving, right? So six months of your salary in savings. And so I made sure to save a lot. So I did also cut back. So for me, earning money is, yeah, earning extra money, doing, you know, teaching, coaching, you know, books, smart, you know, online courses, all of that. But at the same time, I was saving a lot of money. And so that also accumulates. So and I, I really learned, especially because afterwards I started traveling the world and I realized like I have enough with my one suitcase, you know, to be honest, I, I don't need all that stuff. And I sold everything, in fact. Um, so I started like, you know, going out for dinners, new clothing, like all of these things, like I, I stopped buying all of these things. Um, so, yeah, so I did save a lot. And, and the funny thing is I did save um, a lot and I did those six months, right? 
Um, and I never used it. I never had to use it, but it feels better. You know, it's like, okay, I have this buffer just in case, you know, um, and luckily I've, yeah, I've never used it, but it's, I think it's wise. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So basically a half a year salary, you're saying that's kind of the rule of thumb. Anyone yeah, that yeah. wants to feel secure enough, regardless of what it is, regardless, the, the salary number might not necessarily matter. It's just yeah. half of whatever you're used yeah. to making to live on. Yeah. But also I made some calculations and I actually made a video on my YouTube about that. It's like, yes, that's the rule of thumb, but also, and very importantly, you, whoever's listening and watching, like, you know, you have to know for yourself what you will need. So for me, I started, first of all, writing down, okay, what are the expenses that I have, you know, insurances, uh, subscriptions, like all of these things. And also a lot of them I could, I could let go of, you know, I, I didn't need a subscription in, in Netflix or, or any TV or all of that. It depends, you know, it depends on every person. Um, so calculate what you're spending on a monthly basis and also think about the lifestyle that you want, what money will you need? So for me, traveling the world, I would need money for tickets, you know, those kind of things. But I was also selling my home and all my belongings. So that means no car, no insurances, no home insurance, no, none of that. So a lot of my expenses dropped. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, a flight here and there was not comparable to all the other expenses. So, so that's where I'm like, I can tell you what I did, but it doesn't apply to everyone. Everyone should really make the calculation. And as much as I hate writing things down and measuring, that was really helpful to do because you, I didn't, I didn't even think about, oh, wow, wait a minute, health insurance. Oh yeah, wait a minute, I'm paying for this. So every month I was like really keeping track, like, oh yeah, that's true. You know, I need to pay this and this and this. So it's really good to, to, to measure and write it down. Yeah, that's what I was going to actually ask you was on the health insurance side, because now you've yeah. given up all your benefits. You're mm -hmm. done. You've left corporate world. What do, what do you yeah. tell people to do when it comes to health insurance? Yeah, um, I don't know about the states because I'm not in the states. Uh, I know it's a big cost in the states. Um, yeah, I, there are international plans. There are travel plans. I have this. I have a, a travel insurance that I just pay separately, and it's it's really doable. It's it's really not a, a huge expense. Um, that How much do you pay you per month? I think not even a hundred per month. Wow, that's that's very cheap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, so that's something that uh, it, it also depends on the age. You know, the younger, the better. The older, and I'm not young anymore. You know, the the more you, but yeah, you look pretty young to me, Rachel. Ah. Uh, Mm -mm -mm. No, no, no. <laughs> definitely past the forties. You, uh, you, uh, eat, make an easy three thousand. You met, you mentioned, you know, it's easy to make this money and travel and all this. One of your yeah. recent videos, yeah, easy yeah, yeah. three thousand dollars a month. Yep. Fifteen ways yep. to make money while traveling full time. Yep. Come on, yeah, is yeah. this for real? I, that is for real. I'm not kidding you. And How do you make three thousand dollars a month by traveling? I. Well, while I'm traveling, I'm doing freelancing, I'm doing coaching, I'm doing consulting. Um, I have, you know, my books and online courses. That's like passive. Um, I have, I'm an Amazon influencer. Again, those videos that are there, it's all passive income. And the videos, I made quite some videos on Upwork, about Upwork. I'm, I'm not affiliated at all, but that's something for me that's really quick cash. And again, it's nothing new. I'm not doing anything new. I'm just using the skills that I'm good at. I'm helping. I'm coaching a lot of speakers and TEDx speakers and speakers that are doing presentations and I'm coaching them how to deliver, how to memorize, how to create your script, how to improve your script, because I've done all of that. And it's just, it's my experience. 
But at the same time, I mean, I'm just speaking for myself, but I know a lot of people that are really good in digital marketing or in marketing or in communications or in, in creativity. I'm, I, I'm no good at all in creative things and creating designs and stuff or like IT technology. I'm no good at all in those kind of things. But there is like on Upwork, there's millions of jobs. It's so easy to make money there. So if I would like, I literally only work like a couple of hours a day. But if I really in the beginning, I just spend like, hey, apply for jobs, you know, put in, um, you know, a message to a client, go and search these clients and and money comes in pretty easily. You have, I mean, in one of videos, I'm being really honest, you have to get started. Like in the beginning, it's slow. As soon as you have a few reviews of clients, like, hey, you know, you did this job for me. Like the first jobs I did were really earning really very little, which is fine. You know, and now I've raised my rate. Why? Because I have pages and pages of reviews. So it takes a while to build it up. But if you start, I started all of that while I was in my corporate job. And that's what I'm saying to people, like, don't take the leap. Take that time while you have the salary coming in to start building and growing and also testing the grounds. Like, what is it that you enjoy doing online if, if you want to make money online? Right. Um, so let me and, ask you, because uh, you, you are you are unique. Um, you do have the these gifts when it comes to coaching, when it comes to consulting and being able to talk to people and connect with people and, and help people when it comes to speeches and, and writing your TEDx, all that, as you mentioned. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that number one, don't aren't good at that stuff. And and number two, there's only a limited number of potential customers too out there for these kind of things. So for the I folks disagree. that aren't as good at you as that, and that might not be so yeah. super creative, what options do they have? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, sure. I have a client of mine and she's like, she's, no public I mean she doesn't want to be in public she doesn't even want to be seen she doesn't want to talk to anybody she's like you know fine absolutely fine but she's super creative so she likes to design she she designs these these projects so she has websites where she's like like on Etsy she designs things she puts it out there you know and she just adds and adds and adds products and that's that's her passive income so you put in the work once and then she's also creating an online course again you know written everything written there's so many things there that you can do without you know, without having to, and also these clients on Upwork, you can message them. You don't need to talk to them. There's plenty of ways to do it. Like when I was writing my books, I needed a cover design. I needed an editor. Like all of these things are there. I never even saw those people. So, and the second thing I have to disagree, Nate, with you is that, and it's something that I really had to learn. Okay. I'm going to um, tell you when people say, well, there's so many people out there already, right? It's like, oh, I want to write a book, but there's so many, yesterday I was talking to someone. Yeah, yeah, but there's so many books already on that topic. Or, you know, upward, just what you said, Nate. Like, yeah, but there's so many people already out there, you know, the demand is, you know. And there, that is one thing I had to learn is to change my mindset because that is purely mindset. And I come from an upbringing that is completely rational. Like, you know, go from A to B, overthink everything. And I really had to, and like my parents are like, still like, you got to work hard for your money. You got to really work hard. And I really shifted into, wait a minute, so many people are making money easily. And if I go on Upwork and there's millions of jobs and, and millions of other freelancers, why me? You know, that was also me. Like, why, why would they pick me over somebody else that's more skilled and has more degrees and more uh, any of that? Like teaching languages. Everybody's like, oh, you need degrees. I never had a degree in languages, never. But in my mind, you know, this... The moment I started thinking, you know what, I'm going to find clients. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to do it. I don't have a degree. I'm, I'll, I'll find clients. It'll be, there will be the right client for me. 
And until today, I do this every day, Nate. It's like, you know, when I'm like, oh, you know, it's hard to get clients and I don't know and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm going to get like, I switch. I literally, there's always this little negative critical voice in my mind and I switch it every day. But to do that, I've been practicing several years. I read books. I study the mind. I study the signs behind the mind, the thoughts. Like your thoughts create your reality. What you can hold in your head, you can hold in your hand. And I really, really had, it's like the law of attraction. Yes, but I really had to understand it. Like, how can I create my, you know, change my thoughts to get what I want? But it, that's the key. That for me was the key to change, to transform, or I would still be stuck in a job because, hey, who am I to, you know, my TEDx talk, you know, my second one was stop comparing yourself. And I studied like, hey, why do I say, why do people say like, oh, they have it all and I don't, you know, and then you stay stuck. And I'm like, well, they have it. So can I. Let me go get it. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And I did see your first TEDx talk. I didn't see that one, the second one. But speaking of TEDx talks, how how did you get into that? I mean, number one, how do you even go there? And uh, how does somebody, what are some of the tips and tricks that you would recommend to somebody yeah. if they really wanted to prepare for something like that? I'm glad you asked because I just published a video on YouTube about, you know, how to have tips and tricks on getting a TEDx and I'm, get, I'm making another one to how to become a TEDx, you know, how to actually get it. And in there, that will be for next week. Um, it's somebody told me, Rachel, a TEDx talk. You know, I was talking at a, at a, at a, at a coffee, you know, at, at the gym, actually. Uh, I remember very vividly. And we were talking about TEDx talks. And, and, and he said to me, wow, that's big. That's huge, Rachel. I mean, there's no way that you can get on a TEDx stage. There's just no way. And that was just my motivation. When somebody tells me you can't, then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do everything to get on a TEDx stage. And so I didn't do it once. I did it twice. So how the biggest tip I have is not to go and speak to TEDx speakers, but go and seek TEDx organizers. It's the organizers that are selecting the speakers, not the speak. Like how many people come to me like, oh, you know, I want to go on. I want to be a TEDx speaker. Okay, great. But I'm not the one deciding on that. So, yes, there is a traditional way that, you know, most people do. You go on the websites, you seek a location and then you apply and you have to apply on average. It was um, somebody um, said, I think the chances are one on 80, 80 that you get selected. So that's kind of the average. So you have to apply 80 times to get selected, right? Um, I didn't. I went to the organizers and I started networking. Like, hey, you did a TEDx talk. And I I, I met somebody who was organizing in Romania. And I'm like, hey, you did it? Yeah. He goes, yeah, but we finished, you know, and I got all the speakers and this and that. But hey, I know somebody in the Netherlands and they're organizing, you know, maybe go and talk to them. Within a month, I talked to them. I didn't, and and I sent in my my idea, and then I started crafting the whole speech. And two months later, I was on the stage. What was the biggest takeaway that you had from your experience doing a TEDx talk? Um, it's the impact from doing a TEDx talk is is um, surreal. It's having TEDx behind your name is just special. You know, you're like one of the TEDx speakers. I I never realized that before I did it. Um, even now, after years, people are still finding me. I didn't do it for business. I didn't do it for anything like that. I just wanted to inspire people. And the impact, it's its fantastic. Yeah. It, the and it's gotten the- tons and tons of views. But you also talk about viral views as one of your videos on YouTube, but it's only got 232 views. What is that all about? LinkedIn algorithm hacks, 10 times your LinkedIn views. 
Oh yeah, yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for LinkedIn. That's going viral on LinkedIn. It's it's about the algorithms on LinkedIn. You know how to get more expressions and more views and more connections there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you, you know suggest that? people use LinkedIn? The, again, the people that are trying to get out of the corporate nine to five, is LinkedIn a good tool for those folks? And if so, what, what should they be what doing? It depends what you want to do. But I think LinkedIn is now uh, definitely a great platform to find connections to grow your network, to get information, to, yeah, I, I certainly do, to get clients, you know, it, it, it depends on what you want to do. But if you're like, if you, if you want to be a coach or a consultant, yeah, hands down, LinkedIn is, is a great platform. Yeah. So give us an example of one of your clients, obviously no need to name names. You won't do that anyways, but give us an example of a story that comes to mind recently where Somebody was really down in the dumps. They ended up working yeah. with you and now they're flourishing in terms of an emotional yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, for sure. I'm thinking about a man this time and um, him and his wife, um, you know, he was working a job again, like really, really not happy. And he came to me and, and, and you know, and then, you know, we talked and, 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 and um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And he was so afraid, like so afraid because he was earning a lot of money in his role as a corporate, you know, and he was like, no, real quick. No when you say it, Rachel, real quick, I'm sorry. When you say a lot of money, roughly, what what are you talking? Multiple um, six figures? Well, I'm thinking like probably 10K a month. Okay. Something so like 120,000 annually. Okay. So six figure plus income. Yeah. Plus definitely plus. Um, but, um, and so, yeah, so he was really, really fearful of letting go. And I said, but, you know, he had great experience and, and as you know, we kind of, you know, figured out the way I coach is really to, first of all, figure out what it is that you do want, because for me, I was a manager, no way I would be happy to be a manager on my own as a consultant. No way. I I hated that. You know, so the first thing to do is to, to make, to be clear on what is your goal? What is it that you really enjoy? What is a skill? It's like it's it's the intersection between I call it the sweet spot, right? It's your talent, your passion, and your mission. So it's that intersection because you can be passionate about it, but it's not going to make you money. You can be passionate about it, but you're not good in it, you know. So anyway, so that's a long that's um, in a quick nutshell here. So we figured so wait, out real quick. You're saying was, talent, talent, passion, and mission. Yeah, it's like the triangle that, and, and you want to be in the middle there somewhere. They yeah, all have to, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And so he was extremely good in IT. And um, let me just call it IT for now, just to, to simplify the story. And, um, and, and he, it really took him a year. Like, you know, now he's like, Rachel, if only I would have listened to you sooner, but you know, but I, I keep telling him like better late than never, you know? And so he stayed in job, got more miserable, got more sick, like got more stressed, got more fights at home with his wife. Like, you know, you just, you're just not in a good space. And mm-hmm. so he did finally quit um, doing more consultancy on the side a little bit. And now he's earning way more Um, and he's so much happier. And all he wanted was to travel. So the way we did it, and I call it a transition phase, exactly like me. So what I did also is like, I went from full-time to four days a week to part-time and then I quit. And so I was traveling more and more and more in between. And then I went also remote while still doing a bit for my job. So what he did is the same thing. I told him, why don't you ask your employer if you could actually work remotely for a while? No, there's no way. There's no way. Again, the limiting belief, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, no, no. I'm like, Give it a go. Have the conversation. You're a valuable employee. You proved enough that you're there, that you're different. 
And what do you know? He could go away for three months. So that was his first three months away while still doing his job. And so that's when he felt like, oh, my gosh, there's so much more I can actually do. So, yeah, so long story short, he did quit. He's traveling the world and he's super happy with his wife and he's making more money and he's a consultant in what he's good at. Sounds like a win-win. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a a success story. No, no doubt about that. Are, are you married? No, single. You're single. No wonder why you look so young. Divorced. <laughs> You're divorced. No kids. Maybe that's also a- no kids. No well, that's kids. the other thing, too. I mean, again, Rachel, you're, you're in a unique situation and in a unique spot. You, you've been able to crack the code. You, you did change your mindset. That is all you. You've done all this. You've created this life. Um, but how about the I people f- that do have the, the I small feel kids? You coming. I feel you coming. And it's a great conversation to have because there's two sides. OK, there is. Yes, it has advantages to be single because I am making my own decisions and I can, you know, I don't have to depend on anybody. At the same time, it is sometimes very heavy to make your own decisions all the time and not have anybody to rely on. I have to make my own money and I don't have a support. There are a lot of people who are in, in, in a marriage. It's like, you know what, if I don't make money for six months, it's okay. My husband or my wife is making some money, right? But having said all of that, I'm working with a client right now, four kids, a really, really heavy, stressful job for kids. And he's in that transition phase and he's, you know, and, and he's, he's working on the goal that we created together and he is going to, he's, he's going, you know, to go from, from five days to four days and he's trying to, to make it on the side. It's, it, you know, it's, 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 again, it's a, it's a mindset thing. You know, there are ways he, he literally moved his whole family. It, it's, it's all, I mean, think about these people who, who take their kids in an RV and travel the world, you know, or on a sailboat. There are all these examples that I'm thinking, well, Hey, it's possible. It's anything, I guess, is possible, but it's tremendously those people that are that have to put food on the table, pay bills, pay the health insurance, all the hospital, the medical, the dental, the this, the that. It's it is a much more challenging position for those folks to be in than somebody potentially that's just in your position where it's, hey, me, myself and I. uh, Yes, I do have to make the decisions, but the only person relying on these decisions is me. And nobody else will be impacted. So I do think that some people, uh, they they hear our conversation right now and they're going, I wish, I wish, I wish, but there's no, yeah. there's no way, not at least not yet. Um, I like the word yet, Nate, and I appreciate what you're saying. And I totally respect that. I totally like that's why with, for example, the example I'm just giving, like, yeah, we're really taking our time to create a very crystal clear goal. We're working towards that, taking action steps you know, on the side in the weekend, having conversations, you know, seeing how he can partner up with somebody else and and get the ball rolling to make sure it's safe, to make sure there's money coming in. You know, that's why there is this transition phase. And I, and I keep repeating, don't take the leap, you know, but it is possible. And I like the word yet, because the thing is that most people, Nate, would say, hey, I have a family to feed. I can't. Boom, full stop. If you speak like that, there is no way, you know, there is no way. It is... you're limiting yourself. You're stopping yourself. But it's like, hey, I can't yet. Huge difference because you're opening up doors. And it's when you're opening your mind to, hey, it's like, I mean, even me, like every time I was stuck in my job, like, oh, I'm, I'm this manager. I hate my job. I don't like it, but I'm here. I'm stuck. I need the salary. I need, you know, what are people going to say? I have this title now. What am I going to do? Like, I can't. The moment I started like, hey, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try some things out. I'm going to test the grounds. I'm going to, you know, at least give it a go. 
you open yourself up, you know, and I think that's the biggest shift that someone can make is just literally opening yourself up to the opportunities. And I have a little story that, um, that actually helped this, 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 this one success story that I was talking about too. And he keeps repeating it. That's why I'm thinking about it right now. He said, you told me this, um, you know how monkey catch a banana? They, you have a banana that you put into a, a basket, let's say, and they grab the banana with their hand, but then the hole is so small that when they hold the banana, they can't get out of the hole. Mm. So the, the fact that they're not letting go of that banana, they're holding on like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't let go. I need this banana, right? We need the salary. We need this job. We can't let go. But if you would let go of that one banana, there's a whole wood of banana trees right around you. And all those banana trees are all opportunities waiting for you. If only you let go, you know, but it's, nice, I, know, I get it because I was yep. super scared myself. Like I'm, I'm I was 40 ish, you know, and things thinking, what are my parents going to say? I mean, because I need to work hard for my money. I have this title and status and everything. What, what am I, you know, it's just crazy how fearful, but that's, we're humans. Yep. Well, fear is the number one thing yeah. that does hold us back. There's no doubt about it. As you've alluded to multiple times, that is clearly at the top of the list. Uh, rachelsmets.com. We will link that in the show notes. Talk to us briefly too, before we finish up, you, you talk about this coaching program one-on-one shifting from chaos to clarity. What, what are you helping people do? Well, people are usually completely overwhelmed and stuck. Like, Hey, I hate my job. I don't like it here, but what the heck can I do else? And so that's the whole chaos in the mind. And so what I create is clarity. And when, when I get feedback from my clients, it's always like Rachel has clarity and the next step. And I always work like, hey, hold on. This is where you are now. What's one next step? Not climbing to the top of the mountain, but what's one hill that we can climb? And then another and another. And that accumulates to actually making a big shift, right? So if you're fearful today and I've been there, like what is one thing to get out of your comfort zone now? Today I was talking to a client. I said, you know what? Why don't you go and talk to a stranger and just say hello or smile to somebody like do something small to take you out of your comfort because doing those small things, you know, nobody's going to say like, Oh, right now you're going to massively change. No, no, no. So yeah. So it's always about clarity, clarity about what it is that you want, because if if you don't know what you want, how will you get there? It's like putting in Google maps, like, Hey, I want to, I want to, I want to go there, but I don't know my current location. Google is not going to give you any steps. So, yeah. So the from chaos to clarity, this is the coaching program. People that want to work with you, they can contact you through the website, through the link that we will ha- uh, link up here in the show notes. Yeah. Um, well, listen, uh, again, you, uh, you, your, your YouTube is very inspirational. I've looked at yeah. some of your social media. Talk to us about uh, before we, um, some places else that you want people to find you. We link the yeah, website. I would else? say. I would say definitely YouTube. If you can spell my name, Rachel, S-M-E-T-S, Rachel Smets, then uh, just type that in YouTube and just go and find me there. And there's always resources below every video and contact information um, that you can find me. My LinkedIn, same thing, Rachel Smets, my website, rachelsmets.com. But I think my YouTube is really where I put videos with, you know, helpful things that have helped me, you know, how to make money, how to, you know, now it's it's more about speaking, getting on a TEDx stage. I love coaching speakers. Um so yeah, so um, ask me anything, and um, and I'm happy to help and give more ideas. But I think yeah, starting there, you can find a lot of free resources. So yeah, appreciate that. Hey, okay. listen, we only get one shot at this thing called life. Yeah, and you don't want to look back when you're in your 60s and 70s, going, exactly. "I wish I should have fill in the blank." Yeah. yeah, and this is your time. It might not work out, right? I mean, let's be honest; not everything works out the way that we intended to. But if you're really looking for a change and you're looking for something new and you're looking for freedom, 
it doesn't really hurt to at least explore. Like you said, don't 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 let the, the uh, don't jump off the cliff right on day one. But maybe take some baby steps and some building blocks and see where things go. Is that a fair statement? Oh, I love what you just said. Yeah, I'm, I'm speechless. You said it perfectly. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, final question for you, Rachel. Uh, we've talked about it, but again, anyone that's listening, they're feeling this. Oh my gosh, this is this is what I, I feel like, Rachel. I'm at burnout. Yeah, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Uh, I want something new. I want something fresh. What's your message to those folks? Oh, I'm always thinking in action steps. Well, first of all, well, two things. It's always about action and mindset. It's always about two things, action and mindset. So first of all, open up your mind and say, hey, I'm not there yet, but I'm going to find a way and just open yourself up to your opportunities and don't limit yourself. And then the second thing I would say is go and find someone who's actually doing what you want to do and be inspired by them, follow them, ask them questions, you know, talk to people, talk to people who are doing what that's how I started. It's like, instead of staying stuck around the people that keep you stuck, like all my colleagues at work, no, I was going to, I was going to find digital nomads and people who are traveling and, and asking them. When I wrote my book, I was talking to authors. When I did my TEDx talk, I was talking to people related to TEDx, like go and find those people. That's the action. Beautiful stuff. Rachel Smets, continued success to you. And even more importantly, continued happiness to you. Awesome. Thank you, Nate. Same to you.